Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and I am simultaneously over the moon excited and a little bit nervous about today's episode. Over the moon excited because I think this is an area of opportunity for so many people who haven't considered the way that their money mindset impacts their whole life. And a little bit nervous because I'm going to get really real and personal about some of the challenges I've had in this area with my money mindset and what I am doing about it. And I'm going to really go there and be very transparent and very real and share with you my actual affirmations about money and how and why I came to them and what kind of impact they've created in my life. The reason that we are talking about this, about money mindset, is because it's not just about the money. Our money mindset really indicates if we are submitting to fear and choosing a perspective of scarcity, limiting ourselves to our comfort zone and preventing growth, or if we choose to be, choose to be confident and empowered. And our mindset about money, our relationship about money, or relationship with money, independent of how much we make. I want to make that very clear, guys. This is not about... If you are wealthy or if you are living paycheck to paycheck, if you are debt free or if you are buried in debt, you need to upgrade your money mindset regardless of your financial circumstances. Our money mindset is one of those levers that we can adjust right away, right now, today, that will have a ripple effect on every area of our lives because it's not just how we think about money. If we operate from a perspective of fear and lack and scarcity and missing out and insecurity with money, we will see that, that self-doubt, that fear, That reservation, that playing small, staying within the comfort zone, preventing and limiting growth in every area of our lives. And if you doubt me, I'm going to prove it to you today. Very appropriately, today's episode is brought to you by Fabletics. And the reason I say very appropriately, I was kind of chuckling about this earlier. I only have two sponsors of this show, and both of them have tenants of their business around helping people be financially responsible. And I love that. Fabletics, yes, their clothes are adorable and they are super functional, but their mission is to make it more affordable. I got a sale email from Athleta the other day and their stuff is super cute, but one pair of leggings was $98. And I just, 
I just don't like that, especially when there's other options and it's not like going into some box store and spending 20 bucks on a pair of leggings and then they fall apart. Fabletics has the trifecta. Super cute, super high quality, and great prices. I was wearing my Fabletics leggings the other day while I was working in the yard and I wasn't having to like hike them up, hold them up. They weren't shifting and moving And same thing, I wore them the other day to the CrossFit gym, where my goal for the open gym workout was to do 200 double-unders, because I was really working on my form, and I didn't have to worry about them, like, riding up or falling down, because that's just not good for anybody. I'm going to talk a little bit more about this, but definitely check out the show notes, primalpotential.com forward slash 577. I will link up there to fabletics.com forward slash primalpotential, because when you shop through that link... You can get two pairs of leggings for 24 bucks, which is just bonkers bananas. And as I've said before, if you're a dude and you're not into leggings or you're a girl who's not into leggings, hello, great gift opportunity for somebody in your life who maybe would really love that. Okay, let's talk about money. This is all about, more than it's about money, it is about whether you are playing small and scared whether you are operating with fear and scarcity or if you choose a mindset of determination and confidence, if you are someone who is fixated on the problem or if you are someone who is participating in the solution. We talk about these concepts all the time. Today, I want to talk about the way we can modify our money mindset as a means of becoming people who operate with confidence are determined, feel empowered, and know that they control the results of their lives. This topic has been on my mind for a really long time. I am passionate about money and finances anyway. It's a real area of interest and enjoyment in my life. The reason I hadn't done this episode sooner, I I really love being transparent with you guys. It's It's a huge priority for me to just keep it very real. The reason I hadn't had this conversation with you sooner is because I was questioning whether or not it was the right move. But here's how I knew that it was. I've made some big shifts in my money mindset lately, and I'm always exchanging voice notes with my clients and or recently I've been having a lot of one-on-one phone calls with them, and this kept coming up. And I was using it as an example of what change is possible. And as I was sharing my own experience with changing my, my mindset about money, it was moving so many people. It was resonating with so many people. It was helping so many people that I just knew I had to do it. The flip side of that is that one one listener had said to me, hey, you know what? Um, I think you share too much of your own story. And I think you talk about your own struggles too much, and that really diminishes your credibility with me. And I respect that. I, I have a lot of respect for that. And I also don't choose to run my business that way. Um, I understand that in sharing my struggles today or any day, that some of you might feel that way, and that is fair and legitimate, and there's nothing wrong with it. But how I've decided to run my business and what I have seen make a powerful impact more than anything else with my clients 
is being very real and being very transparent. Because just because I have a platform, just because I've created some success in my life doesn't mean I'm immune from struggles. And that's how we learn. Seeing other people who had struggles and how they work through them is really important. So while some people might not choose to be very real about their own struggles, I don't want to run my business that way. So I hear that criticism and I know some of you might be feeling a little uncomfortable as I get real about this process for me, but I just want to also say that I choose to see it differently. So that is that. I I kind of tested the water a little bit in putting out a put together daily coaching audios for my clients in the 12 Weeks to Transformation and in the Master's Club. And I put together a short voice note about this, and the feedback was so tremendous that I'm I'm going there. We're doing this. We're doing this. All right. I, for most of my life, let me give you the backstory. For most of my life, I have had a scarcity mindset with money. It didn't matter if I was living paycheck to paycheck, which I've done, deeply in debt, which I have been, or if I've had money in the bank and, you know, not living paycheck to paycheck. In both of those circumstances, in any and all circumstances, I've had a scarcity mindset with money, meaning a fear-based perspective, worrying about what bills are going to come in, what expenses are going to come up, if I'm going to be able to afford it, and that Fear was there regardless of how much money I had. My mindset was around, it looks like this. I I need to save more and I don't like spending money and there's not enough and I'm worried about it running out and oh, that's expensive. And I felt like a ball of tension and worry and fear every single time money came up or came into my mind, which of course is like a dozen times a day, right? I would catch myself manufacturing problems. Well, what if this happens or what if that happens or, you know, what if this doesn't go well or what if this is a lot more expensive than we're expecting? Even when my car needed work over and over and over and over and over and over again, it didn't matter that I had the money to pay for it. I was still working myself up into a problem, a sense of lack a real strong sense of fear because of the money. And what I noticed is that it was a lot like my weight. I thought that the more weight I lost, the more confident I would feel, only to realize that didn't exactly happen that way. I was still insecure and still unhappy. Losing weight didn't make me happier and it didn't make me more confident. And I noticed the same thing with money. And this is something that over the past few years I have remarked about to my mom so many times because my mom shared with me that um, like we had the same money mindset. We we used to joke about it. Like we were both very much savers when other people in the family were spenders. We just didn't get it. And we would always have that fear, worry, need for security approach to money. And so because we we shared this perspective, I would often remark to her, you know, 
mom, I always thought that if I had this much money in the bank or when I was debt free or whatever other circumstance, then I would get that that sense of relaxation. But it doesn't come. The more money I have, the fear is still there. It doesn't in any way diminish that because of my perspective on money. So I've been very aware of this for a long time, but I didn't make any significant changes with it because it never really came to a head until recently. And then I made a change. But this scarcity mindset, this fear-based thinking was not a reflection of how much money I had because, again, it was showing up when I was deeply in debt and living paycheck to paycheck and truly didn't have enough. And it was the same exact mindset when I was debt-free and had plenty of money in the bank. I always thought, well, if I just have a little bit more, I'll feel a little bit better. But I'd get a little bit more and I didn't feel any better. I knew I needed to change my money mindset, but I just hadn't done it. This scarcity thinking is not limited to one area of life. If you start to pay attention, and I did a a workshop on awareness a few nights ago that you can find on the blog, but you'll start to see where it shows up in other areas of your life. This scarcity thinking, not enough, worry, fear was showing up in other areas of my life. In my business mindset, in my romantic mindset, in my relationship in general outside of romance, friends, time, all of it, the same tenants were there. Fear, scarcity, worry, lack, missing out. So let me tell you what changed for me. And we got to go through a little bit of struggle to get to the uptick the upgrade, the expansion, and the improvement. And that's usually the way that it is. So I'll give you a little bit of the story. About six or seven months ago, I decided to buy an investment condo in one of my favorite cities, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. It's a little uh, waterfront town on the coast of New Hampshire. And this was a little less than a year after moving into my tiny house. So I, you know nine, 10 months earlier, had built a custom tiny house that I was living in and I had paid for the tiny house in full. So I felt really good about the fact that like I didn't have a big rent payment anymore and I didn't have a mortgage payment. Uh, And it was a good time for me to make this investment in a city that I love and a city that's really growing. And I knew I was going to get a tenant in there and this opportunity came up. So I bought this investment condo. I wasn't planning on it, because I had made an investment in under a year, less than a year before, in the tiny house, but it made sense, so I did it. I bought the condo, I got the tenant in there, and though it was a big financial investment, it felt pretty comfortable. Yeah, there was definitely some fear, some what if, what if the tenant does something wrong? What if she, I can't get a tenant? What if something goes wrong with the with the property itself and I have to put unexpected amounts of money into it. All of that fear was there, but it felt manageable. It wasn't significant enough to force a change. <laughs> but change was coming. So a couple months later, I definitely wasn't on the market for something else because I had just bought this other thing and I was living very comfortably in the tiny house. But I really love real estate. Like, it's just something I'm interested in. So I'm always looking. I'm looking because I like to study real estate. But I also just, as a hobby, enjoy looking at it. 
And my boyfriend was doing some work in real estate. So it was just a fun thing we would do together is, you know, look at properties, get the get the alerts online. Sometimes we would go look at them in person. And wouldn't you know that just a couple months after closing on this condo, I saw just in literally driving by one day and fell in love with the orchard property that I live in now. And I was not planning to make a second bigger real estate investment, third investment if you consider the tiny house. All three of them were within less than a year and a half of each other. The condo and the orchard property in just a few months of each other. So I was really starting to feel the fear. Yes, I put the offer in. The offer was accepted. But though I continued to move forward, I was also very aware of the growing fear, the growing nervousness, the scarcity mindset. Because it wasn't just, oh, I'm going to buy this property. It's a bigger property than I've ever had before. The main house was built in the 1770s and needs to be renovated. There is an attached apartment to the main house that needed to be renovated. I'd have to find a tenant. There are outbuildings that I wanted to renovate, one of which I wanted to and am renovating to be an office. So it wasn't just that initial big investment in the property, which was enough to get my scarcity and fear-based money mindset in overdrive. But then on top of that, all of the additional investments that are going to go into this property. And more than ever, I was just in this constant state of fear and worry and what if and manufacturing problems that had not yet presented themselves. I wasn't in a financial situation, like I wasn't in dire straits, but I was manufacturing all these worries. Guys, this is something that we do, even if it's not about money. But when we do it about money, we're likely to do it about other things. Even then, though, it was still manageable. I was uncomfortable. I was more stressed out than I needed to be. But I just told myself, well, yeah, it's a lot of change. It's a lot of responsibility. And I almost, well, no, I entirely talked myself into the normalcy of it. So at the beginning of this year, the week, the second week of January, the exact same week that Chasing Cupcakes launched into the world. So if, you know, launching a book for the first time isn't a stressful endeavor, try also closing on a new house, moving, selling the tiny house all in the same week. But that wasn't it. In the month of January, I also on top of all of this, made the biggest single investment in my business that I've ever made. And I joined a mastermind. It's about $30,000 for the year. $25,000 for the mastermind itself, $5,000 or a little bit more than that for the travel required for it. And the same week, I hired a business coach. So the mastermind isn't a coaching thing. It's a community thing and a a mentorship kind of thing, but I also wanted a business coach. I I had it on my heart to take Primal Potential to the next level and be more efficient so that I could spend more time with my clients. So I hired a business coach. 90 days of business coaching, $10,000. On top of the 30 I had just spent on the mastermind and the same month as buying this new property. And that same week as the decision about the mastermind, 
I decided to hire Sarah, who you guys have been introduced to, because I knew that I needed to invest in the business to free up my time so I could serve my clients better. The combination of those things went, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of like the right word for it. If you had been in my house, you would have thought that I was plugged into an electric outlet or something. I was so keyed up from fear and overwhelm that I manufactured, not because I was in a situation of reality where like, holy crap, I can't pay my bills, but because of fear, fear that you manufacture in your mind. And it was on overdrive and I was overwhelmed and I would all day long run through these scenarios of failure. These scenarios of letting myself down, these scenarios of not being able to make it work, of dropping the ball, and it was crushing me. And I was terrified by a fear that I manufactured from a mindset of scarcity. It it wasn't a reality-based fear. Now, all of these changes were rooted in reality, but the fear I manufactured because of my mindset, because of scarcity thinking, The fear was coming not from my reality, but because of my perspective on it. Choosing to fuel with my thoughts this worry that I wouldn't be able to make it work. Something would fall through the cracks. And I buried myself with my own imagination. So though I had been aware of my money mindset before, I suddenly realized If I continue to tell myself these stories, these stories of fear, these stories of lack, these stories of being out of control, I will never escape stress and I will never feel in control because I was focused on all these things that hadn't happened and I felt stressed and out of control by my own creation. There was another perspective entirely available to me that I just wasn't choosing. One of excitement. These are amazing things. These are going to take life to the next level. But instead, I was choosing to fuel this perspective that they were going to bury me. That I was almost already buried, though I wasn't. There was a perspective available to me, though I hadn't yet chosen it, of certainty. Hey, I'm in control here. The reality is, Whether you work for yourself or you don't, we are in control of how much money we make. There is always a change we can make. Whether or not we choose to is a different conversation, but we are in control of how much money we make. Right? I could have decided any moment, like, well, you know what? It's time to sell the condo, you know, or... It's time to decide that I don't need to have somebody working for Primal. I I had all sorts of options. I could sell stuff. But I wasn't focused on my power. I was focused on my fear. I was choosing a perspective of overwhelm. There's so much on my plate. All of this pressure is on me. It's all riding on me. What if these things were mistakes? What if I can't make it work? And keep in mind to add on top of that as if we need to add more, that the business model I've created is one where I really only make money like three or four times a year, right? My my primary offering that is paid with so much that I do for free is the 12 weeks to transformation. And that's only open three or four times a year. 
that story was freaking me out. Even though I'm in control of all of it. These are choices that I make. I could go wash cars. I could get a job at Chick-fil-A. I didn't need to. But the point is, I can choose a perspective of confidence and certainty and being in control. Or, as I had been doing it, I could choose a perspective of fear and scarcity and lack. I was inspired by my mastermind members. The investment in the mastermind paid for itself the first weekend when they talked about changing your money mindset. It was one of the things that we spent the majority of the weekend talking about, that you will live into the story you create, which I knew because I talk about it all the time related to our choices. If you tell yourself I'm not motivated, you're not exactly going to spontaneously wake up motivated when you are telling yourself, claiming, arguing for the fact that you're not motivated. When you tell yourself that you have no control over eating after dinner, like I'm just, it's just mindless. I just, no matter how much I tell myself I'm not going to do it, I just do it. If you tell yourself that story, you're not going to be like, you know, I think I don't need to eat after dinner tonight. No, you've talked yourself into the problem. And though I had created those big perspective shifts related to food, I am in control. It feels amazing to feel amazing. I don't like how I feel when I eat Hostess cupcakes from the gas station. All of those things. I had done that work with food, but I hadn't gone all the way. Because here I was telling a story of a problem that didn't exist and making myself miserable with money. So when we talked about money mindset that weekend, I decided it was time to create a new financial story and it was time to divorce the story of fear. It was time to stop telling the story of not enough. It was time to stop fueling worry with my attention. And I created a new financial story. The way that I created the new story is essentially, and there's no right or wrong, I'm just sharing the way I did it. I created a list of affirmations. And that doesn't mean that in creating that affirmations, I never have fear-based thoughts. I absolutely do. But as soon as I recognize them, I redirect to the new story. The way that I do that is I wrote the affirmations down on a note card. And I say them several times a day. I also uh, put them in the notes app in my phone so that if I am waiting in line at the grocery store, I can open it up and read through them. And the goal is really to, to memorize as many of them as possible so that when you notice those fear-based thoughts, you can very quickly and easily redirect. So let me share with you some of my own, well, these are actually all of my financial affirmations. Fear is a liar because I am in control and I create what I want. It's really true. The fear is a liar because I am in control and I create what I want. If I need to sell a property, I sell a property. But I don't. I just need to remind myself that I am in control and therefore there is nothing to fear. With all of us, we control our spending. Without a doubt, we control our spending. You can cut cable. You can get a second job. You can sell the stuff in your house that you don't use. 
You can educate yourself and do something new. You can be so good they can't ignore you, like the book. If you haven't read it, you should. So so good they can't ignore you. You can be so good they can't ignore you at your job and get a pay raise. You can start a business. You are in control. My mom always reminds me of something my grandfather said, and then I'll get back to my affirmations. But my mom always reminds me that my grandfather said, if money is the problem, you don't have a problem. And I've adapted that into one of my affirmations, which is money is not a problem. Money is a solution. And so many of us are attached to the problem of lack of money that we're not giving any attention to the solution. How do we make more? How do we spend less? Live into the solution. Energize the solution. Create the solution. But you cannot and you will not do that if, like me, you're just freaking out about the problem. Money is one of those amazing things that we do have control over. And if your defenses are going up and you're saying, I can't make more, you are wrong. You are wrong. You can. It doesn't matter how old you are, how physically capable you are, how young you are, what skills you have, you can make more. So fear is a liar because you are in control and so am I. One of my affirmations is there is nothing to fear. Fear is a liar. I am in control. If money is the problem, there is no problem because money is a solution, not a problem. I create the results I want. I create the results I want. So when I start to worry, I go, I create the results I want. Get to work. I have more than enough money for all of my needs and desires with more than enough for extreme generosity. Everything I spend comes back to me exponentially. Because I serve without limit, I earn without limit. I create abundance. I see abundance. I unleash abundance for myself and everyone I interact with. So here are a couple crazy things that happened very shortly after I started with these affirmations. And they might not be your affirmations, right? If they don't feel true for you, then they're not your affirmations. Create your own. You can Google money mindset, affirmations for money, things like that, and you'll get a bajillion. That's the beautiful thing about being alive in 2019. So I, oh, one of the other ones I forgot to say is that unexpected money comes to me every single day from unexpected places. Unexpected money comes to me every single day from unexpected places. So just a few days after I I started with that affirmation, I get an email from my accountant and uh, she's asking me to fill out like a direct deposit form. And my email back was like, what do you need a direct deposit form? I've never gotten a deposit from my accountant. I've only ever paid my accountant. And she said, oh, you're getting a state refund. Well, I haven't gotten a tax refund in like over 10 years. So that was completely unexpected. I was thrilled by that and totally surprised. And the next day, So I'm living in this new orchard property and I have somebody renovating one of the outbuildings to be my office. So he comes to the house and Sarah and I are working and he needed a check for six windows and I'm writing him a check for $3,100. It was a little over $3,100. And I noticed that fear-based thought. 
Jesus, this is going to get expensive. Six windows, $3,100, really? And then I said out loud, well, it's a good thing that everything I spend comes back to me exponentially. I said it out loud. And they both kind of like chuckled a little bit. Nobody really said anything about it. And then I was having a conversation with the contractor as he was standing in the kitchen. And 90 seconds after I made the statement that everything I spend comes back to me exponentially, he says, hey, how many acres do you have here? And I told him and he said, you know, did you know that that qualifies you? If you get two goats and a sheep or whatever, I think he said two goats, it might there might have been a sheep in there, that you're exempt from property taxes in this village? And I was like, what? I did not know that. Wouldn't you know <laughs> that my property tax bill is exponentially more than that $3,100 check I had just wrote 90 seconds earlier. And so it was true, almost immediately, that the money I spent on those windows came back to me exponentially. Now, you might call it a coincidence, and I don't care if it's a coincidence or not. It happened. And maybe the biggest result, and, and certainly financially, like it makes a difference, but the biggest impact is confidence and certainty and less stress. Oh, my goodness. My stress level has gone down so much because fear is a liar and I know I'm in control. Fear is a liar, and I know I'm in control. You know, the other thing that happened when I spent this money on the mastermind, I made this commitment that scared me. I spent $30,000 for basically three weekends over the course of a year. The same time that I spent $10,000 on 90 days of coaching. But here's what happened when I did that. It was almost like the subconscious message of, all right, kiddo, you're serious now. Let's go. We're doing this. I invested financially, but it was an investment in myself that raised me to a higher level. I am telling you, I have never been more focused. I have never been more determined. I have never been more committed because when you make that investment in yourself, you make that investment in yourself. And while it is initially financial, it becomes mental and emotional. We need to expect more of ourselves. We need to raise the stakes. We need to start playing on a higher level because it calls us to a higher level of performance. It calls us to a higher level of consistency. Just that alone, just that alone, spending that money on my business, it got me in the game at a higher level. It forced me to step up. I don't know how to explain it better than that, but I'm going to think about it because that was such a profound lesson for me that when I put my money out there and said, okay, it was like this subconscious message of let's go, kid. No more excuses. No more procrastination. No more half-hearted effort. You're in. You need to make this work now. And it raised my performance that that alone was worth the investment that I made in that mastermind and that business coach. I'm way less likely to make excuses when I've put $30,000 into it. I'm way less likely to back out of my appointment with my coach when I paid him 10 grand for 90 days. 
It raised my own expectations of myself, and that is worth it. But this money mindset that every single one of us can and needs to change right now, it sets you free from the fear. And when you do that, it impacts every area of your life. When I recognize that fear-based thinking about anything, I say, I'm in control. Fear is a liar because I am in control and I do not want to confine myself because of my own fears. I want to feel that fear and remind myself that it's a liar. I create the results I want and so do you. I choose to see abundance. I choose to create abundance. I choose to let no I can't afford it be the beginning of my creativity and my problem solving, not the end of it. Not the end of it. Now, that does not mean when I say everything I spend comes back to me exponentially that now I'm going to spend frivolously. It just means I'm not telling the story of fear and scarcity. I'm not fueling those thoughts with my attention and emotion. I'm still wise. I'm still prudent. I'm still going to shop through Fabletics and save money instead of being like, oh, yeah, $98 from, for leggings from someplace else. No, I'm not going to do that. I still use the same kinds of questions about money that I use about food and communication. Is it worth it? How am I going to feel afterwards? You need to upgrade your mindset in general. I did a presentation on this on Monday night, and I'm going to link to it in the show notes, because if you want more of this conversation about mindset, let's go there. You can go to the show notes, primalpotential.com forward slash 577. It is worth it to give an hour of your day to watch that because you must upgrade your mindset. You must. Otherwise, you will continue to play small. You will continue to think up and give into the same excuses until you change your mindset. You will continue to feel the stress and the overwhelm and the frustration and the anxiety until you upgrade your mindset. And to those of you that have reached out to me about fear and about scarcity in terms of the 12 weeks to transformation, I'm going to speak directly to you because I feel it in my heart that you need to hear this message the way that I needed to hear this message. The 12 weeks to transformation, it only opens up three or four times a year. It kicks off on April 7th, so you don't have a lot of time to sit in your fear, but it is $16 a day. No matter who you are, you might not choose to, but you are capable of finding $16 a day for 90 days, not the rest of your life, for 90 days. And if you are in a place where you're like, I can't, oh my gosh, it's too much, blah, 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 I think you need it the most. I do. Because you are either playing small, limiting yourself to the comfort zone, submitting to the fear and talking yourself out of your power, or you are saying money is a solution, not a problem. The scarcity thinking is the beginning of my work, not the end of it. My no is not an end point. It's not a stopping point. It is a place at which I need to dig in and say, how can I make this work? Because maybe the best thing you can do for yourself is put it on the line so that you step up, so that you don't make excuses. Because when you've made that investment of your, in yourself, it calls you to a higher level of performance. And I think you need that the most. I do. I absolutely do. You can learn more 
about the 12 weeks to transformation at primalpotential.com forward slash transform primalpotential.com forward slash transform. There are only a few days left to register because we kick off on Sunday, April 7th. Look, the only thing you need to do next is at least watch the information about how it works, right? You don't have to get out your credit card right now. Just take that step. Just take that step. And if you've got questions about it, let me know and we'll chat it through. All right. I'm going to link up in the show notes my own financial affirmations. They don't have to be yours, of course, but if they help you, use them. And if they don't, create your own. But I'll link them up in the show notes, primalpotential.com forward slash 577. Let's wrap up with one of your wins. This one is multifaceted and it gives me the goosebumps, so I'm going to share it with you. It says, hi, Elizabeth. I've been considering doing your 12 weeks to transformation for over a year. I finally decided to do it when I read your book and some of the thoughts made me think, stop with your good intentions already. Put on your big girl panties and transform your life now. No more tomorrow talk. And looking and thinking about how far in the process I would be now if I had done this sooner. She continued, I've been a podcast consumer for a while. These are some recently thing, recent things I listened to that made me get my big girl panties out of the dusty drawer. Number one, there is no wagon. I actually made a little visual sign for my office at work and selected it as my Facebook profile picture because that is a game changer. Number two, you mentioned taking guitar lessons and that you learned when your teacher said, hey, you're holding the guitar wrong for your body. That's true. I had been practicing on my own. And when I got a guitar teacher, he told me that I was holding it wrong, which I never knew. I was just holding it the way I had always seen people hold the guitar. She continues, you mentioned something like sometimes professionals see and know things you don't know. So I hadn't considered that before. Having you as my coach could help me figure out what I'm doing right and wrong and where I should put my attention. You're going to be my helicopter pilot directing me while I'm in the maze. Three, the episode with Steph coaching you was eye-opening too. If you've already made all this progress over the years and a coach could still help you, was even more assurance that I need a coach. Number four, the goal is the feeling. Game changer. My goals were always lose X amount of pounds, have an organized house, blah, blah, blah. But changing thoughts to the feeling. Yes, if you can shed this much light in my life through free podcast resources and through chasing cupcakes, how much more will I gain from having you as my coach for a full 12 weeks to help me transform? Number five. One podcast always said, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And every time I thought of doing the 12 weeks to transformation, it was a hell yes. I love sharing your wins. You can share them with me by going to primalpotential.com forward slash inbox. You can share your questions there. And every Saturday I do a Q&A episode. You can share your wins there. And I love sharing them here on the podcast. Or you can recommend topics of the podcast that you would like to hear more about. I hope you'll check out the show notes, primalpotential.com forward slash 577 and create your own affirmations to upgrade your mindset where you need it most. Make it a great day and I'll chat with you soon. 
Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.